Two of the greatest teachers I ever had in my life, Coach Baker and Coach Barber. They were the two co-teachers to driver's ed at my high school, and it's way more mental than the physical. I said that on the macro before, but I'm going to use that as an example on the micro here. And what I mean by that is driving a car is very easy physically. You know, how to put your foot on the gas, foot on the brake. I've even been in a handicapped car and, the, you know, they have the little uh, using your hand to change the speed. So physically, you know, steering your hand, like sitting, all right, cool. You know, it's not the Flintstones. Driving a car is relatively simple physically. Mentally, there's a lot of challenges. That's one of the reasons there's so many accidents, so many things going on on the road that shouldn't be because people are not there mentally. They're not doing their job mentally. They're not thinking properly. They're not trained to think properly while driving a car. And we used to spend a hell of, I mean, we barely used to spend any time actually driving the cars. We were in the classroom a lot, talking, discussions, listening to lectures, testing out the beer goggles, realizing that alcohol affects two things first and foremost, judgment and vision. So now you are judging things that you are not seeing properly. That's a big fucking no-no. That's why there's like a, like a little saying that, you know, if you're drunk, you drive 85 thinking you're driving 25. But if you're high, you drive 25 thinking you're 85. And really, here's the thing. It's like, if you high and you driving, right? It's, it's, it's very simple. I see it says 65. I see my speedometer. The speed limit says 65. My speedometer says 65. I'm driving 65. Simple as that. But you are making false judgments when you're drunk based off things that you're, things that, things that you're seeing that are false. Because I used to see commercials all the time of, like, people drinking. Hey, you know, that's okay to have big beer commercials during the Super Bowl, but weed commercials got blocked, and I think in the most recent, in a couple of the most recent Super Bowls. So, or like just even just regular commercials saying don't drink and drive. Like all these things, all these, like all this shit constantly. About, I'm like, damn, why do people still drink? Why is this still being marketed? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Why is this destroying people? But then I'm still getting told to buy it. So obviously, I never bought it. I never saw anybody in my house bring it. So boom, it was easy as simple. I barely used to drink soda. But I've always wanted to smoke. Even though none of my parents smoke, I've always wanted to smoke. Like, I used to use fucking straws and Slim Jims and pretend I was smoking. I used to assume Slim, no, straws were cigs, Slim Jims were the cigars. And I used to have, like, a glass of fucking sweet tea or some juice or something, pretend I was the whiskey. That's the shit I used to do. And then watch George Lopez. That TV show was one of my favorites growing up. So, yeah. That is sort of the things on the micro that driving your car doing your little things you know what i'm saying it is there's things more mental to it than physical because you can say here's the thing you can have the answer you can say i don't drink i don't smoke you can say i smoke and i drink you can say either combination of those four but at the end of the day do you know why you don't and do the things that you don't and don't do and the why not that is essentially key is understanding your behavior and questioning sort of the very things that you never thought of questioning. You know, your your heritage, your faith, or lack of your uh, education. You know, Mark Twain literally said, like, I have that in a rhyme. Like, Mark Twain said, don't ever let school get in the way of your education. Track the flow of information. Think big. Learn to grow your imagination. Are you going to act on your fascinations or lean back? Ride the wave of these sensations. Roll down the river like Moses, walk the water, Jesus levitation. What would Jesus say? Looking at this exploitation, racism wrecking the nation. That's from my track, Old to the New. Old to the New.
We podcast and rap in Arabic, Spanish, English, little French too. Goma la vu, how you doing, boo? So shout out to um, also humble the poet. I was on um, y'all should if you listen to this, I'm like nobody, but humble the poet is somebody, bro. I'm on the way to becoming somebody, but humble the poet. That's where like. It's people like him, not just somebody that was, you know, the son of immigrant parents in the, in the Americas and Canada, but also somebody that has like learned to like learn and the things that he's learned to give back and also continue learning. You know what I'm saying? And to be learning on the go. There's still things that you're always constantly learning. There's some things you know, but you're still learning. You know on the macro, but you're still dealing with and seeing the examples of it on the micro. That's why you can be given wisdom. You can get advice at a young age, but it's going to take experience. It's going to take time, that knowledge and that experience in order to combine at the end of the day to have wisdom, which does come through with age because that's part of the experience. You know what I'm saying? And one of the things Humble the Poet said was on the, the Zoom things that he does, which is awesome was about being authentic because that being authentic for you is sustainable for you. We've talked about sustainability in the past of this planet, but this is here sustainability on sort of the, on the micro, on the small, biggest micro of all, which is yourself. So yourself, if you're being more authentic, there's less bullshit you have to keep up with. That's why my parents used to always tell me, don't lie, because the more you lie, you're going to have to remember those lies. And you're going to also always be, you know, walking in this bullshit mud. So just tell the truth so you don't have to worry about being this or that or someone calling you out on this or that. You can just continue to go on with what what you know. And it's it sounds so easy in principle, yet for some reason it's so hard a lot of times to actualize. And, uh, you know, the whole concept of authenticity, it it goes back and forth between philosophy, especially, and authentic in in entertainment, authentic in your day-to-day, you know what I'm saying? That kind of relates to what I was talking about, being confident, being yourself, and sort of, you know, the consistency part being the key is being authentic most of the time. There's certain times, yeah, you do smile for no reason. You do go and laugh at somebody's bullshit joke. I mean, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, don't use, also don't, a lot of people I feel like used to see like being mean or being rude as like part of them being real. I was like, nah, like that doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? Like I used to believe in that. My parents used to always tell me to be kind. And Gary Vee grew up the same way and, you know, talks about kindness being um, a strength, you know. And Al Capone used to say that shit too. Al Capone used to say, "There's a quote of him saying that I'm a very kind man." You know, I per, you know, I'm. This is not part of the quote, but like I personally think, you know, like I say, like kindness doesn't mean that you can't be somebody big or small. Kindness can, you know, it doesn't take anything to be kind, to be to say something nice, you know, to put on a smile on someone else's day. It's great if we could all do that a little bit and go out of our way to make somebody else smile because it's those little things. So Al Capone used to say, you know, I'm a very nice guy. I'm a kind guy, but don't take advantage of that kindness. And Gary Vee said the same thing, don't confuse kindness for weakness because Al Capone said, because if you cross me, the last thing you ever going to associate with me is kindness. And that's the thing. It's like, yeah, be kind. You know what I'm saying? Because you want to... When you go through bad experiences with people, don't forget, don't ever forget the kind that you did for other people. That's what my grandma used to say. Don't forget the kind that you do for other people. At the end of the day, it's going to reveal their character and it reveals yours. So you know where you stand and where you are and everybody else knows where they stand and where they are. And um, just keep that in mind and then keep aware and acknowledging of who you are and also the people around you. So yeah, we're going to end this on eight minutes on time today. Oh, yeah, 10 seconds left. 10, 9, 8. Anyway, we appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all for listening. Please share this. Please, you know, 
Do what you got to do to stay on you, body, mind, and soul. Keep that in check. Peace, love, and appreciate y'all. Take care.